What's up, everybody? It's your host, Jonathan Brown. This is another episode of Reality Roundtable. I got a former guest. He's back for part two. My boy, Traylon, then dropped his new project, A Hippie in the Hood. What's up, man? How you feeling? It's good, man. Feeling good. <laughs> Just came off a room trip, low-key. Uh, <laughs> oh, man. We do not need details of that. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, so what's life been like, man, since you dropped this new project? Um, it's been interesting. Been through a lot of things since the album was dropped, but I'd say it's definitely in a positive uh, trajectory. Now, that is one thing that I've noticed about this album versus your last project that you put out. In your last project that you put out, you seem to be like, like while it while both of them are kind of personal, I feel like on the last project you were kind of more in a dark place than you were on this project. On this project, you seem to be more on like a positive wave. You touched on maybe like one or two like dark things on this project, yeah. but on this project, it seems just to be more of a feel good vibe. Yeah, I was just feeling good, really, for the most part. And I really wanted to make something that niggas can relate to and then just feel good with even with those you know some of the songs that have darker vibes on them mm -hmm. some of the darker topics i still wanted to make something you could like at least bob your head to or turn up to so yeah yeah so um with this whole project like what direction did you like was that intentional that you want to do like is this like a direction you wanted to go in just to show like how you've progressed in life um I don't know that I would say it was necessarily intentional, just sort of happened how it happened, but I think it is cool that it happened how it happened because it just kind of shows the growth that I've been through as an artist. Mm -hmm. I feel like it, it kind of, it's like foreshadowing uh, more music to come and kind of the caliber of the music to come. And so what you been up to since, since our last interview, man? Uh, <laughs> not much. I'm just reconnecting with, uh, you know, folks that I maybe fell off with or whatever the case may be, getting closer with my family and my hippies. Uh, nigga's single now. I'm just really living <laughs> with my own thing, doing my own shit. I mean, mm. come on, man. The last project was called Land of the Heartbroken. What do we expect? I don't know. I'm just saying, the last <laughs> on the last song past that, you shouted out your girl on that song, but but man, the single now. The yeah, I guess so. A lot happens in three weeks. <laughs> hey, <laughs> all love at the end of the day, man. Hey, man, that's not our business. I ain't gonna get too deep into that. <laughs> but nah, like okay, so since since our last interview. I seen that you've been on Say Cheese again. Yeah. Your song LSD Bandana. <laughs> what was the response you got from that song? Yeah, that's funny. Um, from the song in general, actually niggas fuck with that song. That's one of my um I think it might have one of the stars too right now on Apple Music because niggas is really fucking with that. But I know when Say Cheese is covering that bitch, that was one of that was a uh, it was a reality check for me. <laughs> there was a lot of hate on that bitch. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of hate on that bitch. So 
Yeah. I don't know. I just, I, I mean, I'm used to seeing like just stupid hate, but I felt like this time, this is the first time it felt like, damn, like these niggas is really trying to dig into me. But, you know, I didn't let it get to me like that. Bounce back with uh, the album, really. Bounce back with the album, and we got we got most shit that we're working on uh, in promotion for the album, and you know visuals. We got a lot of shit coming for it. So, see, I saw I, I, I saw the comments too, and the comments like the hate for the comments from what I saw was mostly about the video, <laughs> not yeah. really not really the song. Yeah, I mean the thing that sucked about it was you know it wasn't a music video. It was yeah. literally just. We we had just done the uh, photo shoot for the cover. We just ended up like shooting a promotional video just for the record. You know, basically I wrapped it all the way through, mm-hmm. and then uh, I think I wrapped it all the way through like what two, three times maybe at the most. And then we just they clipped them together, and you know I thought they did a really good job for what we had. I mean it was just a little photo shoot we shot the video for a little promotional video, but. You know, when niggas get to see the other um, the other visuals that we have in line, they'll get to see the difference in it. Like, we got some more artistic shit coming. See, now, everybody don't know that that was just a promotional video. People actually think that's the actual music video. Exactly, that. yes. We gonna bounce back. When they see the yeah. next shit, niggas gonna be like, oh, okay, I see where you going with this. Yeah, so you can't really blame them for that. And mind you, like you say, no. you saw, like you say, you saw. Hey, I mean, like you're an artist. That's just gonna come with the territory. You're not gonna please everybody. So no, nah, yeah, most definitely. It's one of those things where, uh, nigga, who is it that said that shit? Gun? Like I don't read comments. It was baby. Yeah, I don't read comments. And also, you since, gotta stop reading comments. <laughs> and also, since our last interview, you've also been on a mixtape that was promoted by Dave East. Yeah. How, how, how did that come about? And how did you get your son Vagabond on there? He originally, I wanted, <laughs> it's funny. So originally I dropped, I'm not, I didn't drop it. I posted like a snippet of Hood Hippie before mm-hmm. like I dropped anything from the album yet. Mm-hmm. And he, um, slid up on my story, which is weird because he doesn't follow me or nothing like that, so I don't even know how he saw it. But he slid up on my story with the like eyes emoji, so I was basically trying to get him to feature on Hood Hippie, but mm-hmm. um, and DM me back on that. <laughs> <laughs> so then, so then a, a little while later, he he hit me up about the opportunity for his mixtape and I sent in Vagabond and then the rest is history. Like what what made you want to sing in Vagabond off this album rather than the other songs? I feel like Vagabond has probably the best hook I've ever came up with because just in terms of the lyricality of it, it's funny you said that because uh me and my nigga Impress right here, one of my hippies, we was talking about that shit earlier. It's like a um it's like a quadruple, what's it called? Uh, a quadruple entendre. Yeah, we had the, what was this? Uh, smoking on Doty with Cody. My nigga Zach got packed. They wrote what a sweet life. Like, yeah, it's like just the whole thing. It just keeps on expanding on it. It's just really, I thought it would be some dope shit to put out. 
and shit niggas can rock with. And then it's got the beat switch for a mm -hmm. second. And then it comes in with like you know, like a singing verse at the end. So I just thought it'd be some cool shit to give niggas a taste for what I'm coming with. And also speaking on Vagabond, you that song's also been featured on Genius. Like what was it? What was it like for you to have one of your songs on Genius, a platform like that? Cap shit's dope, man. Shit, it's it's a good feeling. Like, how did that come about, though? Like, did they reach out to you, or did it just like suddenly just appear on there? I don't know. To be real, with you, it was just on there, and then one day my manager sent me like the little link for how mm -hmm. it was up there. He was like, he just sent that shit to me. So it was like, we doing something, right? Now, on the on the interview you did with uh, High Strong on Trill Talk, you basically, like, he asked you what, a few of the artists that you would want to collab with. I forgot who, who you said. Like, who were the, he has, he had asked you three artists that you wanted to collab with. Who were those three artists? Again? <laughs> Damn it. I don't know. I was high. I don't remember who I was. <laughs> Oh man, but that was a good interview. Like y'all go check out that interview on Instagram at official high strong. Yeah. It's just but funny. It is a funny interview. It's a real laid back interview. I feel like the way that you two like click, I just feel like it may feel like a smooth interview. Yeah, yeah. she was yeah, it was just like a it was chill. It's like almost like now it's just like mm -hmm. a conversation really. Yeah. It wasn't like a it's just recording. <laughs> Yeah, you know, sometimes you do an interview and the person's just kind of like, they ask the question, then you answer, and then it's like, okay, here's another question. And it's like, yeah, all right. But like, yeah, it's always cool you can do interviews and it's like an actual conversation with somebody. Now, I'm going to let you know, like, earlier today when I was talking to you, I said I had, put, I had played your album like four times in rotation all the way through yeah, the day. Yeah. It's probably a whole lot more because when I was working out, I was listening to it like literally like for like two hours straight while I was yeah, working out. Work on there. Yeah, like basically like I was really trying to digest what I was listening to. And I didn't think I didn't, at first, let me be clear, I didn't think your album would be music that I could work out to, but it's not a bad vibe. <laughs> it's really not yeah. a bad vibe. <laughs> like because your music is like kind of slow. It's kind of like music that you have to sit down and just like think about. But I'm like, no, I'm like, yeah. I, I can I can live to this. But yeah. but nah. Um, speaking of vagabond, I'm gonna let you know right now. It's not my favorite song. <laughs> It is not my favorite song on the album. For a lot of people, it actually isn't. Yeah, Vagabond, for a lot of people, was not the best received. It was actually the funny thing. When I first dropped it, a lot of people were like, oh, so this like, is what you're doing now? Like, <laughs> like this is the new bar? Okay. But, so, you know, so it was kind of hit or miss. And then coming back with LSD Bandana was kind of yeah. like redemption in terms of the song quality but then again you know you had to say cheese shit going on with yeah. it. but you know it's all been a learning process and i think when niggas get to see the other visuals that we got coming with it and some of the other things we have planned they gonna really they gonna really be rocking with us they gonna feel us i'm not gonna lie my favorite song on the album is a hippie in the hood i just feel like that one right there like that one has the best vibe to it I feel like it's the most honest song on there in the sense of like, it's the most like raw song on there. 
It's, mm-hmm. it's the most. Like, I'm not... That one is one where it's more so, like, acknowledging all the faults in it, you know? I'm acknowledging mm-hmm. all my faults. I'm acknowledging every aspect of that lifestyle that I'm living. Yeah. Cause you well, say, at the same time, being able to acknowledge who I am. Yeah, because you say on the hood, how is he a hippie in the hood? Maybe because I'm on my business, so they hit me in the hood. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so what, was, said, what uh, was the next part of, after that? I could be with all my niggas while they speaking off the book. It's like I ain't understood. Yeah. I ain't, I'm just cheaping on the wood. Yeah. And, and then, like in the next, like in the next verse, you hmm. talk about how people are looking out for you and just trying to keep the peace. Yeah. So, where are you going with that verse? Um, just really speaking on. I mean, I got a lot of homies that's part of other that do a lot of different things. Um, yeah, we don't need to get into it. <laughs> yeah, I got a lot of homies that do a lot of different things, but I. For the most part, be I just be chilling, smoking, mm-hmm. and you know. But because of those connections that I built with them, because of the, you know, brotherhoods that I've formed with these people, it's like mm-hmm. a family. So at the end of the day, as chill as I am, if somebody want to test me for whatever reason, or because I'm associated with somebody that they're not cool with, you know, I got people that'll really go to bat for me that I know mm-hmm. will do that. No cap. And with you being from Texas, San Antonio more particularly, but this is talking about like Texas as a state. Is it? Te- Texas has been kind of wild on rappers lately. Yeah. <laughs> and you don't seem like the type of person who like wants to get into beef like that. Nah, not particularly. I mean, if somebody try me, it can be what it's going to be, but yeah. I mean, nah, I, I ain't too much for all the stupid shit. Yeah, like not speaking on nobody's situation in particular, like what do you think, what is your thoughts on like what's going on in Texas right now? It's been a wild month down there. It's a lot. <laughs> I don't know, man. Uh, what did Tupac say? At a certain point, niggas, I mean, niggas is hungry, bro. Not to justify the shit, but yeah, it's at a certain point where <laughs> the city been down for a minute. So it's like niggas is down bad. Niggas is hungry and niggas is looking for the first opportunity they can get to get to the top so that's why boosie said you know when you blow up get out your city so is that, is that what you plan on doing i mean that's the plan yeah but i, I always want to be able to stay local so i'm i want to have multiple cribs really at the once i'm able to do that i want to have multiple cribs but as long as i can i want to stay in that say i'm gonna just I'm going to move different than a lot of these other people move. That's another thing. A lot of these niggas is moving really, I'm just put it simple, moving flashy. Mm-hmm. You move flashy, I mean, it's like I said, niggas are hungry. So you, if you were walking lick. Yeah. And speaking yeah. on beef in the rap game, we just had this versus with Jeezy and Gucci, and I think everybody knows about Did you watch that versus? Yeah. And I think everybody kind of knows about that beef, but at the end of it, we saw them perform their hit song "So Icy" together, and yeah, and hopefully, hopefully that squashed their beef. I don't know, 
but there might be like some type of piece. So I think they just that's more so. I don't know about peace. Uh, yeah. As much as it's just like, I don't know. They just letting it be what it is and leaving yeah. it where it's at. But I don't think they, they not. I don't think they cool or it's gonna be nothing more from them in the future. Nothing like that. I mean, I, wouldn't, I don't know. I wouldn't expect for them to be cool after everything that's transpired with them. But I think for with them, I would just hope that you know, no other casualties come from this whole situation. Yeah, I mean, it's been a minute, right? Yeah. Yeah, that so, was like 15 years ago. <laughs> I would think they'd be straight. I feel like this was really kind of the show, like, mm-hmm. we going to leave that where it's at. Like, I feel like they can, from my opinion, it's like, we can put on the facade like we cool, but I think at the end of the day, it's just, we going to leave that in the past and, you know, mm-hmm. I'm going to do me and you do you type thing. Now, now, on your interview with High Strong, he had asked you about the visuals, but you said you couldn't talk about them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, man, Danny, I kind of wanted to ask you about that, but, you know, I'm going to leave that where it is. That's cool. Yeah, no, nah, I can't. I, I can't get into details about it. I just actually got off the phone with my manager about um about what we're going to do and about the concepts and the location mm-hmm. and shit, but uh, that's all I can really say is that I talked about it <laughs> okay hey last time we spoke did you have a manager nah nah okay Man, so so since you got a manager like how how has it been how is like your career different since you've gotten a manager it's been extremely helpful like he in a way like pretty much kind of like almost like executive produced the album he he helped me um get the cover together he helped me put the get the track list stuff you know he's putting me in those positions with those people that you know with the photographers and with those people and then he he got me booked <laughs> for the cypher and shit um what else did he do he done a lot of shit man i'm high right now i'm sorry frank came off um, the shroom i mean i i don't think people respect anything different but <laughs> Oh, um, yeah, you talking about like how he is executive produced. Speaking of which, um, at the end of the past that you shout out your boys JP and Boulevard. What is it like with them? That's like home working with JP is always, was always JP, so that's always gonna be just family shit. But I mean, this is the first time I actually got anything from Boulevard and the way that came about was just, he posted that beat on Twitter and I was like, yo, send me this. Mm-hmm. And he said, 35. And I sent him that 35. Like that nigga, he gave it to me for the low. So I'm like, all right, bet. Like, fuck it. So yeah, we did that shit. And Vagabond is what it is. Yeah, so like what can people expect from you now that you got your project? Cause I know you've probably got some more music in the can. Cause I could tell you've been you've been working. You ain't took your foot off the gas since our last interview. Um I'm trying to uh let my hippies get some shine in mm-hmm. in twenty twenty one for the most part. Um I got this 
Never mind. Frank probably don't want me to say that. Yeah. <laughs> it's just a lot coming, man. I Like you said, I got hella mm-hmm. shit. I'm always cooking up. I got different vibes for the seasons, man. Let's leave it at that. All right, man. And uh, when you also, let me go back once again to your interview with High Strong Heat. In the interview, you said that when you first started off rapping, you wanted to be the one of the greatest. Mind you, you say you still want to be great, but you you want to leave like a certain type of legacy with your music. Now, with your music, the legacy that you want to look that you want to leave, do you feel like you want your music to be like where it's on versus type level? Because to be on versus, you have to be a legend. This is be real about that. You have to yeah, have at yeah. least twenty hits. Yeah. Um. I don't. I don't know because I don't know if I see myself really striving, not necessarily not striving because that sounds like laziness, but like, I don't know if I too much care to be necessarily like the versus type of legend. I'm thinking about it. You probably wouldn't ever see like a dude like Nas maybe in some, no, you could see Nas in some shit like that against another dude of that caliber. So yeah, you know what? Yeah, put me on that shit. Okay. <laughs> okay. I'm trying to be a legend. That's what I'm saying, man. Like, don't don't limit yourself. Try to do all that. And you should, man. I like name up all them. It's like when you put it's like when like you talk about your music on uh social media or whatever, and you say, Oh, like I'm trying to do this for the city. Like, I'm like you want to be big in the city. And I, and I remember one time I had a response. I'm like, nah, we thinking globally right now. Yeah, I'm okay. like, yeah, like, yeah, like, let's not, let's not limit you to just San Antonio, man. Let's just go, yeah. let's go worldwide with this. Most deaf, most deaf. Yeah. <laughs> I want to spread the movement all over. Like, mm-hmm. I want this shit to reach all over you know of course america and shit because that's just yeah. where i'm at but like i definitely do want you know the hood movement to be something that people can see all across the world and really feel and vibe with and just rock with god dang i don't know why i keep doing this but i gotta go back to the interview with high strong like literally like i'm really <laughs> quoting this a lot but um in the interview you said that the moment in your career where you felt like, oh, like, this is really for me is when you had put Puff Pass out and it got, like, 20K streams yeah. in, like, what, two weeks or something like that? I don't even fucking remember. That shit was – it felt instant, though. I just know it felt, like, instant, especially considering that was the first song I dropped and like, we didn't know how to promote it, you know, stupid, crazy, you know, nothing out of this world. So for it to do them numbers off it, it was just kind of like, mm-hmm. this is what I'm meant to be doing. Like, mm-hmm. it was like a sign, the sign that I needed mm-hmm. at that time. Now, what's keeping you going music-wise? Even, you know, knowing that really you can't do shows right now. I mean, like, you can do shows, but it's kind of limited, I guess, with everything going um, on. Just knowing that there's a light at the end of the tunnel. Like, COVID can't last forever. Mm-hmm. Uh, we can't, you know, it won't be like this forever. Shows going to come back eventually. And when they do, you know, you just got to have faith that, yeah, I'm going to get booked again. Yeah, I'm going to be able to turn up the same way I was back when shit was, you know, 
on and popping. Do you think your grind would be the same if COVID didn't happen? You think you'd, be, you think you'd be able to drop like more music, the same amount of music had COVID not happen? Because now you can be more, you can be in the studio more. I wouldn't say whether I would have dropped more or less music, just because I'm really strategic about the way that I drop anyway. Mm-hmm. So like, I would definitely say though, I feel like I'm working the same way I would have been working if COVID wasn't a thing. Like I always just, the the level of effort I put towards music is something I really probably couldn't even like fully get somebody to grasp because it's like, mm-hmm. I don't know. I honestly feel like if you really want something, you gotta almost like work at it like you're insane. Like mm-hmm. you gotta be like the mad scientist with that shit. And you gotta always be working at it and always be formulating and scheming on different different shit, whether that be lyrics or whether that be promotional plans or whatever the case may be. You always gotta be scheming. So what do you miss about performing live shows? Turning the fuck up. I miss <laughs> like having fans. Oh, I miss having fans say all the lyrics and shit. Like without me like having to say that shit. I miss them singing along and shit. That was, that was some dope shit, man. That's some life changing shit. <laughs> hey man, is there anything else you want the people to know? Um, shit. Uh, Hippie in the Hood is available on all platforms. Make sure that you streaming that. Share that with your, your loved ones. Fuck it, share it with your ops, I don't care. Uh, we all need that, bro. Yeah, a hippie in the hood available everywhere. Smoke some th season, tis the season, always and forever. It's forever young entertainment. You know how it go. Yes, sir. That's gang. Smoke some, so you know how it goes. Uh, yeah, that's that's it. Excuse me, I've been trying to buy the album on Amazon. Amazon tripping though. <laughs> Dog, I'm about to call them motherfuckers and raise hell. Shoot, man. Like I said, like I got I gotta show that support to you, man. Like, I I, I, re- I really rock with your music like that. I appreciate that, bro. For real. For real, for real. But yeah, man. Y'all go follow Trayland on on Instagram at T R E Y the number one E N. It's the same thing on Twitter too, right? Yes, sir. No cap. Same shit everywhere. Except for Snapchat, but that's more like a private thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we don't need to know that. <laughs> All right, man. I appreciate I appreciate you joining me for this interview, man. Like I said, hey, we did it again. We did yes, it sir. again. Yes, sir. All right, everybody. This has been another episode of Reality Roundtable. I'm your host, John DeBrown. Join us next time for another for the next episode. Peace.